guys in general respect someone that values themselves that holds a higher standard. Someone who is quick to and easy to give things up, they're viewed in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So how you value yourself is also how someone else values you, believe it or not. A lot of people get caught up in what's happening in society or what what's commercialized right. that's being put out there that a certain that a female should be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And they think they have to be that way, but real talk, that's just an easy Easy pick for someone just to, you know, do what I need to do and keep on moving on. Mm -hmm. Break it down for him, Sean, because I know what you're talking about, but I want to make sure everybody listening to this knows exactly what you're trying to say. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Relationship Talk. I am your host, Dana Shea, and thanks so much for being here today. This is episode 38, and as we bring this whole single AF series to a close, I wanted to wrap it up and tie it up with a beautiful bow and bring my husband, Sean, on. If you guys have listened to the podcast in the past, you know that Sean, he is a man of few words, but when he speaks, he speaks. And so I loved recording this episode with him. Sean and I have been married for a long time, and it's fun sometimes to kind of go back to like our single days and think about like, what were we thinking? And how did we view life? And what were we looking for in a relationship as single people? And so we're just going to speak from our heart to yours. Again, we are not in the single stage. Obviously, we've been married for almost 22 years. However, I think that we still have a lot of value and a lot of wisdom and things that we have seen from our friends and family members and things that we understand are struggles for single people. And so um, I think that this is going to be a great episode. I'm a little bit biased, obviously, but I think that you're really, really going to enjoy it. So before we jump into today's episode, you guys already know, what I'm going to ask you. Have you subscribed to the podcast? If not, wherever you're listening right now, whether it be on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, hello, go ahead and subscribe or follow so that you can be notified when we release new episodes. And the second thing that I'm going to ask you is, are you on my email list? I'm going to talk about the email list a little bit later in the podcast episode, but if you want to jump the gun right now as you're listening, you can do two things at once. Head on over to DanaShay.com. That is D-A-N-A-C-H-E, DanaShay.com forward slash relationship mistakes. I'm giving you a free ebook. All you have to do is just enter your email address and you will be able to get the free ebook, the five relationship mistakes that are wrecking your life. Trust me, you need this book. So go ahead and take care of that. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode featuring my husband, Sean. <laughs> Okay, everyone. Well, we have arrived to episode 38, and this is going to be our final episode in this whole single AF series. I certainly hope that you single people have gained a lot of value out of these episodes. I'm going to real quick recap for you um, what we discussed in these last eight episodes or seven episodes, I guess. And um, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of the ones that you missed, you guys. These episodes were full of so much wisdom and encouragement 
content and lots of laughs too. We had a really, really great time during this series. And so I hope that you guys, um, like I said, will go back and listen to the episodes that you missed. So first we spoke with John Sims. John kicked off the Single AF series talking about five qualities that single men look for in single women. Y'all, ladies especially, you have got to go and listen to these five qualities. I think this needs to be a book, seriously. In episode 32, my lifelong friend, Vernicia Yuri and I talked about how to learn to develop contentment in your single season. I know that a lot of people will throw that word out, like you need to be content, you need to be content. But how do you actually do that, especially when you have a desire to get married? How do you actually appreciate the season that you're in and still have a hope for what's to come. So be sure to check out episode 32 for that. In episode 33, I had the wonderful privilege of interviewing the Life of a Single Mom founder, Jennifer Maggio. And Jennifer shared her emotional and inspirational story about learning how to stand on her own as a single mom. You know, my mom was a single mom, and I myself was a single mom for about six weeks until Sean and I got married. And so I can totally relate to Jennifer's life. Um, Well, let me take that back. I can't totally relate because Jennifer went through a lot in her life. You have got to go listen to her story. I think that you're going to find a lot of encouragement in it. In episode 34... We had a conversation with my friends Vidalia and Melissa, and we talked about gaining clarity, how to put yourself out there without being desperate. Ladies, this was a great, great interview. This was probably one of the highest rated podcast episodes to date. And so, so much value on this particular episode. We also talked about what it's like to be in the friend zone. How do you know if you're in the friend zone and how to get out of it? So be sure to check out episode 34. In episode 35, I had the privilege of interviewing New York Times best-selling author Mandy Hale, who is known as the single woman herself. Mandy has a huge social media following. So if you're not following Mandy on social, be sure to go ahead. You can find her everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. But Mandy actually talked to us about what it's like to find love without losing yourself. She's got so many um, dating stories and Mandy just released her newest book called Don't Believe the Swipe. And so we talked all about what that swipe is all about. What does it mean to believe in the swipe? So be sure to check out episode 35 if you want more goods on that one. In episode 36, I had a conversation with the discerning bachelor, Avery Martin, and Avery shook us up a little bit. He talked to us about why guys don't share their feelings and how guys really think. And then in episode 37, we got our laugh on with comedian Miss Maybell, who shared some old school yet timeless relationship advice. I love having Miss Maybell on the show. It's definitely something a little bit different than what most of our episodes are all about. The thing that I love about podcasts is that you can literally binge listen to them. You can be listening to a podcast in your car, on the treadmill, walking around your neighborhood while you're cooking dinner. And I don't know about you guys, but if I'm able to glean wisdom and value for free, I'm all in. So I'm super, super grateful to all of our guests that were on this single AF series. Can I let you guys know something? All of our guests, with the exception of Life of a Single Mom founder Jennifer Maggio, she's married, but all the rest of our guests are single and they are all practicing chastity. Now, I understand that that might not be a value for you or for every single person, but it was really important to me to interview single people who really walk the talk, 
They're not just up here giving you some good suggestions or something that they read out of a book, but they are actually living this. And so again, so, so much value. So we are going to wrap up this single series with none other than my husband, Sean. He is with us today on the podcast. Sean, how are you feeling? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You look really tired. We both had have had a crazy, crazy busy day from the time that we woke up in the morning to right now. We're actually recording this at 1030 at night because we are getting ready to go on a little couple's weekend getaway. And so we want to make sure that we have all of our work done before we go away so that we're not, or I, I guess I'm not, sitting in front of my computer editing shows and putting everything together. So I appreciate you doing this. I know it's been a long day for you. Thanks. Yeah. So you know what? I wanted to have you on the show earlier on. And as I begin to think about what am I going to have Sean talk about? Because obviously we're married. So I'm super careful about like telling single people this is how you need to live. Because at the end of the day, we get to have sex whenever we want. That's a good thing. Right. And not only do we get to have sex whenever we want, but we actually are in a different season of life, obviously being married. And so I just really I'm always careful because I understand that even though I believe we have a lot of wisdom to share, neither one of us were really single for too, too long. And so I always like to defer to people who do have more experience in a specific area. So one of the reasons, though, that I wanted to bring you on the show was because I received a message from one of my Facebook followers on the Real Relationship Talk Facebook page. And this is what she wrote. This was back in the beginning of April. So um, she wrote this. She said, why is it that married men who seem like Mr. Right with their spouses don't have any Mr. Right recommendations for the single sisters in their lives. I feel like we're out here trying to point them out on our own. So I shared this with you, Sean. And what was your answer? Do you remember that? Um, I believe I said because uh, we aren't being asked a question. So a lot of times um, we have knowledge, but we're not asked a question and we're not just going to go out and find a single person and say, hey, let me help you out. Because for one, it looks kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And two, I mean, again, like we don't we don't know you want the answer. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think, you know, for single women, especially like if I was single, I would feel weird about going and approaching a married man and being like, hey, can you give me some relationship advice? First of all, I'm like, okay, where's his wife lurking in the bushes? You know, I mean, it's just not a good look. And so I think that the wisdom in this lady's question, though, was that if you have knowledge, if you obviously are somebody's Mr. Right, you know, you put a ring on it, you made it official, you're now married. Can you help these single ladies to be able to know what to look for in guys? And I think that that's a valid point. So, Sean, if you had five minutes with a single, I'm not going to say a single woman, because that would be problematic for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But if you had, let's say you were in an arena or some sort of speaking venue or a podcast, and you had five minutes that you wanted to be able to kind of drop some knowledge on single women, what are some things that you would say to them? That's difficult. I mean... I like to really know who I'm talking to first because, I mean, not everybody's the same. Different personalities, different answers fit different people. Uh, one thing for sure is that I can't. I think goes across the board is value yourself. Mm. Um, guys in general, 
respect someone that values themselves that holds a higher standard. Someone who is quick to and easy to give things up, they are viewed in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So how you value yourself is also how someone else values you, believe it or not. A lot of people get caught up in what's happening in society or what was commercialized that's being put out there that a certain that a female should be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And they think they have to be that way, but real talk, that's just an easy easy pick for someone just to, you know, do what I need to do and keep on moving on. Mm-hmm. Break it down for him, Sean, because I know what you're talking about, but I want to make sure everybody listening to this knows exactly what you're trying to say. <laughs> well, why don't you break it? You say it in a, a PG, PG way. I think, you know, real talk, whether you're Christian or non-Christian, like the Bible says, there is no temptation that is not common to man. And so I think what you're saying is if you are easy— You know, if you're a woman who the first time you meet a man, you're willing to sleep with him or he pops up in your DMs and asks you for pictures and you send him pictures. You know, they don't even have to be explicit pictures. They can just be pictures of yourself. I think that a lot of men play games. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a single woman and you're allowing yourself to be tossed all around like a rag doll, then you can't be surprised when you get treated like rags. Right. That's that's real. Yeah. Okay, so continue. I just wanted to make sure that people knew what we were talking about here. Um, and stop making stuff so easy. I mean, like, social media is make stuff so easy, whereas they don't even have to put effort in these days. Mm. Everything, all these things are super easy. And, and anything you get without having to work at it, you don't value. But if you have to work at something, you value it. So, I mean, that's really the, the top two things I would say. Value yourself and don't make it so easy. Yeah, that's good. Now, what about the women who are not making it easy? You know, what about we interviewed uh, one of my friends on the podcast, Melissa, and she's actually never been in a relationship. So she certainly would be like on the opposite end of the spectrum where she's not making it easy at all. Do you think that there's something for, let's say, women in that demographic? What would you tell them? Honestly, I mean, there's someone for everyone, but what are you looking for? And so a lot of times... You have this ideal person who might not fit the fit the mold or meet the standards or so, and so you're you might be looking past a a gym because you have this idea of what you think this person should be mm-hmm. without really talking to the person, and then you like you might pass somebody off, or you might set yourself so high where people don't approach you. So, I mean, I I would say you know don't discredit any conversation and you can you know as you're conversating with a person you can say oh nah this person's not for me this person oh maybe this person is for me and stop going off of you know appearances outside you know all the extras you have to get to know people Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times when you get older people are you know as they get older in life like I mean I got a ticking time clock and you know I don't have time for all these things here and they might miss a a valuable friendship which lead to something else because they're rushing things and you could totally miss something good. Yeah, that's good. It's so funny because I've been on Clubhouse a lot lately and I keep popping into these single rooms. So again, if you guys have listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a social media app that is audio only. You can follow me at Marriage Coach, by the way, if you're on Clubhouse. Um, but I've been popping into all these single rooms and I was on a sing I was in a single room 
uh, probably a couple weeks ago. And it was like, I don't know, 200 people in this room. And there was a guy who is a Christian guy, but he was talking about how he has a certain standard for women. And so the host was asking him, and she's a female, she was asking him like, okay, what does that standard look like? And so I appreciated the fact that he didn't tell us. He was like, I'm not going to say because I don't want women. Like he said, this is what I like, Mm -hmm. you know, because every man has like their type. Do you, first of all, do you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he said, every man has their type. He was like, and I don't want to tell y'all what my type is because I don't want these other women who are listening to feel some kind of way if that's not who they are. And so I was like, okay, that's great. But then he said something. He was like, and if you aren't that and you reach out to me, I'm not going to give you the time of day. And I was like, whoa, right? And I think that that's kind of what you're talking about, Sean. Like so many times single people will have in their minds, like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. They've got their Mm -hmm. boxes and their pros and cons lists and all of that. And I'm all for pros and cons lists. But I think that we have to always leave a little bit of space for gray Mm -hmm. because the person that God has for you might not be on your checklist. Right. And so I think that there's this balance of knowing what you want and not lowering your standards, but being open that sometimes God's gifts come in packages that we don't expect. Mm -hmm. So, okay, great. Great advice for the ladies. Now, what would you say to the guys? You're a married man talking to single men. What would you say to them? Real talk, I talk to single guys all the time, you know, and or the um, military job, fire department job, or in, just in general, you know, and um, I've have, we just have real conversations. And my biggest thing now is stop being sloppy. Mm-hmm. Stop being, um, trying to be the, the player. I mean, again, it's all commercialized. This is what they say, do, and this is what I do. Now I'm like, think about the long run of the future. You know, when you see someone, think about the the long term effects. What's the the end game here? Mm-hmm. What are you What are you getting at? What are you trying to do? You know, like, are you trying to ruin this person forever? You know, like, you know, what what what's the end goal? Are you messing up for somebody else? You know, are you just wasting time? Mm-hmm. You know, different things like that. So, I man, if the guy is out looking for someone, they can't find someone. Then it's time to reevaluate, you know, look in the mirror. And uh, as for both females and male, are you doing everything you need to do to make yourself available? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it, I mean, physical appearance, mental, um, emotional, or, you know, are you checking all those boxes? Are you, are you good to go? You know, or, or are you looking for somebody to make you whole? So a lot of times if, if you get yourself together, then the door will open up for someone else. Because mm-hmm. believe it or not, people on the outside can't see if something's broken. Right. So, Sean, I know of several friends I'm thinking of right now who have been in these long-term dating relationships, right? And it's usually the female who is ready to get married, but the guy is, quote, not ready. Can you give us your opinion on, does a guy know like right away if this woman is going to be his wife and he's just playing games or does it really take men a long time to figure out if this woman is the woman that he wants to marry? I can't speak for all guys. I know for me, I knew right away. 
and early on, like, okay, I'm going to marry you. And that was way back in when I was a junior in high school. Didn't know when, but I knew that right away. So I knew for me, yes, um, I've heard from a lot that a lot of guys that, yeah, I know, I've known that. Um, but the thing is, once you get comfortable, why get married? Mm, talk about it. If we are staying together, mm-hmm. we're having sex, what do we need to get married for? So I've heard that a lot as well mm-hmm. on both both sides of the spectrum. You know, why get married? Why toss them down when, if it gets crazy, I can just leave when I need to. So there it goes to say, what are you willing to withhold to get married? You know, sex is great, feels good, but are you willing to withhold that in order to get married? Or, you know what, I it feels too good, I got to keep having it. I'm, I'm willing to risk not getting married. For a short-term pleasure. Yeah, I think, and it also goes back to, like, how, you know, how you value yourself as a woman. Like, one thing that I want single women to know is if you don't see yourself in a certain light, nobody else is going to see you in that light. So if you just think of yourself as the girlfriend, I'm just somebody, I'm a good girlfriend, or I'm a good side chick, God forbid, you know, that's all... A, a man is going to see you as. But if you start saying, and not just like hashtag I'm a queen, but like you really believe that and you live that. Like I know who I am. And so I don't need, me and you were talking about this the other day because you were asking me, okay, y'all, this is, I'm going to give you a peek into how me and Sean talk. Like we're friends, right? We're married, but we're friends. And so we were talking about guys trying to holler, mm-hmm. right? And here I am, been married for almost 22 years, got four kids, you know, I'm just going to Target to get my little stuff, don't want to be bothered, and I get approached, right? And, and I should go to Walmart. I don't, I do <laughs> not do Walmart, but if Walmart would like to sponsor this podcast, yeah. I will gladly go. But in any case, um, <laughs> so anyway, you know, I started talking to you about like how To me, it's irritating for men to act that way because I'm like, I have a big old wedding ring on my finger. Like, it is not a secret that I'm married. I don't carry myself in a way that I'm looking for attention. And so, like, if somebody... Okay, let's just be real. If somebody walks past me and is like, wow, you're beautiful, I'm like, thanks. You know, I'm not irritated at that, right? I'm not like, oh, my God, he called me beautiful. Like, oh, and I'm like fluttering inside either. But I think that because I know who I am and because I'm confident in who I am and obviously because I'm married, I don't need that validation, don't seek that validation from men. And I think that because I know I'm a wife, you know what I mean? And so I'm not looking for Joe Blow in Target to affirm who I am as a wife. I already know who I am. And I think that as women who are single, who want to be married, you've got to, ladies, you've got to stop thinking of yourself as just a girlfriend, as just a temporary relationship. If you really want to be married, you have to start thinking of yourself as a wife and carrying yourself as a wife. I don't care what the Kardashians do, much love to the Kardashians, but you cannot carry yourself in the same manner and think that you're going to attract a man who values you as a human being. All he's looking at is all your assets. That's it. That's all he's going to look at you as. And so we used to say this in church world, right? Y'all know I'm a pastor. 
And we used to say the way that you get them, like the way that you attract them into church is the way that you have to keep them in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way. The way that you attract the man is the way that you're going to have to keep the man. Right. And so if you lead with the body and you lead with, I'm going to put it all out there. And, and and it might not even be a sexual thing, right? Because I know that there are some women who are like, you know what? I'll pay on the first date or I'll come pick you up in my car and you don't even have a car. Mm. Right. Or I will do whatever it is like you're you're leading with whatever this thing is. Well, then you have to be prepared to keep that up throughout the whole relationship. So if you don't want to keep doing that, don't start doing that. And I think that's advice that can go both ways. Mm -hmm. So if you're a guy and you know good and well that you don't believe in opening up car doors for women. Don't open the car door. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what she's going to expect. If you are really like somebody who is like, okay, I believe that we should be going Dutch and we should both be paying our own way on these dates. Well, then don't start off by paying all the time because whatever you do in the beginning is going to be what the other person expects you to continue to do. So whatever you do to attract the person is what you're going to have to do to in order to keep that person. So one one last thing, Sean, before we kind of wrap this episode up, one thing that I want to talk about is friends, you know, and I'm talking about like platonic friends of the same gender. So, for example, if you're a single woman, you should have some really healthy single girlfriends in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you're a single guy, you should have some really healthy male friends in your life. And one of my pet peeves, I was talking to one of my coaching clients about this earlier today, and I said, one of my pet peeves is when people get in relationships, serious relationships, they get engaged, they get married, they just like diss all their friends. Mm -hmm. They they become isolated. They stop talking to their friends. And so I just want to say, if you're single, don't do that. Like, don't get in a habit of when you get a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend, you let all your friends go. I agree with that. I mean, your friends you have coming up will help keep you accountable. Even even after you get married, your friends will help keep you accountable because they can, they've known you longer than your partner, your spouse, whatever, and they can, you know, hold you in check. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Don't disregard your friends because there there's value in friendship. You know, when you isolate yourself, just the two of you guys, then who do you have to go to when something goes wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. And you need those friends, like exactly what you just said for support. You need those friends for encouragement. You need those friends for a different perspective. And, you know, I was, again, talking to my coaching clients earlier and I said, you know, you have to be careful about how much of your relationship you share with your friends. I am not someone who believes that you don't talk about your business to anybody. I think that is bad advice. I believe that God places people in your life to help support you and encourage you. I think you obviously have to be wise and discerning about who you share with. And then you should never share something with somebody that's going to somehow uncover your your Mm -hmm. partner, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it's really important that people continue to foster healthy friendships throughout their relationships. Mandy Hale talks about in her book, Don't Believe the Swipe. Again, Mandy was on episode 35, and she talks about leaning on her friends through many breakups that she's gone Mm -hmm. through. And so I just think it's super important. You know, I think women probably tend to do this a little bit more than guys, where they'll get in this great relationship and then they just go ghost on all their friends. So so don't do that. 
Listen, you guys, we have given y'all so much value over these last eight episodes. I just wanted to kind of wrap this single AF series up with a bow. And for those of y'all who are like, did she really call this single AF? I did. <laughs> um, it, but it's not mean what you think it means, okay? Single AF for me. I was saying the same thing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> No, my pastor was like, what are you doing? No, um, single AF means single and free. Hmm. And that is really my goal is that no matter whether you're single or married, we're going to jump back into marriage talk on the next podcast episode. But whether you're single or married, I really want you to be free, free to be who you are, free to love free to be vulnerable, free to be healthy and whole, free to work on yourself, free to question things, free to grow. Like, I just want you to be free. I think that society has such a bad habit of trying to box us in to these labels and trying to force us to be who it wants us to be. And the thing about being a believer, like not even just like being a quote Christian, but literally being a believer, somebody who walks with the Lord, is that the Bible says it's for freedom that Christ has set you free. And so do not allow yourself to be yoked. That word yoked is entangled, if you will, and bondage. Don't allow yourself to be weighed down by society's rules or by your own insecurities or other people's expectations or relationship rules that you know you can't follow. Like, I want you to be free. And so I think as you go back through these podcast episodes, as you glean from these amazing singles, um, as you glean from the wisdom that they shared, I believe that you are going to be set free. So Thanks so much, you guys, for engaging with this content. I'm going to be real with y'all. I was a little nervous because the majority of the people who listen to this podcast are married. And so I was like, well, where are all the married people going to go? Like, well, I'm talking to singles over the next eight weeks. Where are the married folks going to go? And I have been so pleased, you guys, that our podcast numbers are continuing to grow. So every single week, we are getting new listeners and the podcast numbers continue to climb. And it's just amazing. And I'm so grateful as the host of this podcast that you guys show up. Make sure that y'all share these episodes with someone who's single. You might not need this information, but they certainly do. So thank you guys so much for being on this journey with me. We've got an amazing episode for you guys next week. I had a great conversation with psychotherapist Janie Lacey, and we're talking all about toxic relationships. So I thought that would be an incredible bridge between singleness and going back to some of our married advice, our marriage talk stuff. So be sure to join us next week, same time, same place, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I do release these podcast episodes every Tuesday morning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So whether you're following me on social, whether you are on my email list, or whether you are subscribed to the podcast, you will get a notification at 6.30 a.m., bright and early, that the next episode has released. And speaking of my email list, you guys, I am in an incredible series of emails right now. I have been hearing back from the people that are on my email list, and we've just been having some great conversations. That's one of the things that I do that's a little bit different than some other email marketers, if you will. I'm not just going to shoot you out some stuff telling you all my products and services that I want you to buy. I really am genuinely interested in having conversations with you and connecting with you. I can't answer every single email, of course, but I definitely do my job to read all of them and to make sure that 
that what you're looking for is what we're providing, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's on my social media accounts, or whether it is in my email list. So if you are not already subscribed to my email list, be sure to head on over to realrelationshiptalk.com. You can find the subscribe button on the homepage of the website, or you can also go and pick up your free ebook of the five relationship mistakes you are making that are wrecking your life. You'll find that at danashay.com forward slash relationship mistakes. I'll be sure to link to both those in the podcast show notes. So be sure to head on over to realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 38, where you'll be able to find all the resources that I just mentioned and some other really helpful things to help you in your relationships. So that's all for our show today, you guys. Thanks so much for being with us. Be well and take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.